0: You better than me.
1: everybody it's your girl fallon and i'm here with kristen and we are bringing you another episode of you better than me the podcast you better than me (laughs) what's going on kristen nothing much nothing's going on girl nothing's going see you talking about nothing's going on i was over here ready for some boo reports ready for some some updates I'm not gonna tell you this. Wife season has me wanting everybody else to be booed up. I'm trying to go on vacations with the homies. We trying. I don't want a have... vacation
0: so bad. It's on the vision. Girl.
1: Well, girl, vision. I got to the bay. <laughs> well, I mean, have you had any prospects? Mm-mm. No, none, nothing. Just mm-mm. 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 Nothing. I don't know. I feel like after the wedding and just like getting settled into this new role, I feel like people are. Really, one, asking me a lot of questions like, well, how do you feel being married? How did you meet each other? Like, do you feel, like, better getting married at a later age? Like, really asking me off-the-cuff questions like that. Um, And honestly, I feel like getting married later probably is the best decision that happened for me and him, just because we were, like, ready to be together. Our intentions, our sh- everything was just in order. Um, And I don't think that 25-year-old me and 25-year-old him would have popped off and meshed as well. I can see that. I can definitely see that. I feel
0: like there is such a difference with dating after, I'm going to say 35 because, you know, I just turned 40. (laughs) But dating after 35 is so much different from dating in your 20s. Like I just remember uh, the things that I would do, like, you know, maybe just go on a date for a meal to go to a nice restaurant. And I'm so far removed from that. Like, if your conversation or, you know, just if I already see off the bat, there's a couple of things that I'm not going to vibe with. I'd rather not go. I go to work every day. I can finance my own meal.
1: (laughs) Girl, I've never went on a date to eat, but I know people say that. But I feel like you're right. Like, there is a whole different skill set that we have kind of created or, like, just put in our two bag by the time we reach 35 that really make sure just your discernment even your taste and everything different i think that dating after 35 especially from my experience with it i mean it led to an mrs so i ain't no expert in but i I feel like the older version of me had had a better vision of what i wanted and it, it came true um what has been your experience so far i'll say
0: so my experience so far has been, oh my gosh, I've had really, really crazy experiences after thirty-five. Like I've met people that were like planning dates and things like that. And I know you know this story. Like one guy, everybody might not know, but my favorite um, holiday is Halloween, so I'm always excited about the movies and going to the haunted house. So I was, I met this guy, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to the haunted house. He was like, oh, I've never been, so we should go. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to two haunted houses this year. That's what's up. And so, um, you know, we were still chatting. So he texts me, you know, how are you doing? Basic stuff. I'm like, how are you doing? And he's like, oh, well, I'm at an L&D. And I'm like, what the hell is L&D? Because I'm sitting around like one of my friends and she had a friend over. I'm like, what is L&D? So then I finally say like, what's L&D? And this fool tells me labor and delivery was he a doctor? <laughs> you know, I have we have not
1: a
2: He was, was not Jones. a
0: doctor. No, no, no. He was the one. Mm-mm. He was the, so he, the doctor. He was
2: working at the hospital with Doctor Jones. He, he don't and know. I was
0: just like, he don't know no Doctor Jones. He know Mrs. Jones. Me <clears throat> and Mrs. Jones. <laughs> That's
1: what so I was just like,
0: uh, like, why are you trying to holler at me and date me when you knew you had this baby on the way? A fresh like baby, like
2: a this baby is still in utero.
0: You holding this baby horizontally, like them the guys that I don't want to date. You got a horizontal baby. I don't want to date you. A lap, not even
1: a lap
0: baby.
1: You a lap baby. So, Mm -mm,
0: none of that. See, I feel like you need to be (laughs) honestly. For me, I think I want to date someone that kind of has the same thing going on that I have, and that's that's the thing. Like, it's not that I'm against kids or anything like that, but one of the things that's at the forefront when it comes to me dating is being a priority in my mm-hmm. person's life and so I don't want to I can't compete with anybody kids so I'm not trying to sit up here and say I don't want to be competing with your kids or whatever Come but on. in my experience I found that men do not know how to prioritize when they're trying to start a relationship and they have children and it just doesn't work for me it's nothing against the
1: kids it's really the man that don't know how to get his stuff together so okay, that makes me want to say so many things. Um, I'm gonna press rewind and go back to this L and D. What okay. was the new answer? Cause how are you even worried about getting somebody's number or calling somebody? Why why are you texting me when your child is transcending? You texting me? Why your girlfriend or whatever she's got her legs open? Like so why are you even texting me? Was she,
2: who
0: was she? So he was basically saying, oh, once we got on the date, I was gonna tell you that I'm in an open relationship, girl. Oh, yes. He should have said exactly. that from the beginning and save everybody's exactly. side. And then I was like, okay, this is weird. And like two days later, I think he sent me a picture of the baby. I'm like, I don't need no damn picture of your baby. You like, that's weird because I'm really exactly. not that girl. Like, if y'all what hear you me, me, you a man over here, I am not that girl. Like, if you have kids, I think that's cool. Until, unless we locked in, you really ain't got to talk to me about your kids. You ain't got to send no pictures because I'm not asking for it because I'm not just jumping into your kids right now i'm not doing it i know some women they're different but for me i don't want to hear about your kids
1: girl okay so i'm gonna leave him alone because open relationship and fresh babies
2: and
1: you up in there when the epidural just dropped like he he was already doomed from the beginning but i will Mm. say this i i don't feel like one should just x somebody out just because they have children but mm-hmm. I've heard this so many times. People are always like, well, you know, you have the 35 and most men got children and everybody got a kid. Now you got to take what you get. I don't feel that that's true. Right. Everybody right. don't have no children. Um, every right. man, every black man doesn't have children. Um, apparently, there's a whole plethora of them that's just out here existing and thriving without no kids and have been responsible with their they kid they uh kids yeah they seeds they, um, seed. they exist but it's it's just it's a it's very um convoluted territory i'll say that because one i don't feel like a child should make somebody not be able to prioritize you so i feel like it's kind of bad to discriminate to scrim- discriminate i can't tell bad mm-hmm. to discriminate against men who have children Based off of the fact that I feel like a man that is interested in you is going to prioritize you regardless of if he has children or not. Um, A work schedule ain't going to stop nobody from pursuing you. Ten kids ain't going to stop nobody from from pursuing you. It should. I'm putting
0: that out there right now. (laughs) If you got ten kids... Well, let
1: a stretch. We've already dealt with six. We have we we're, we're not gonna. We're gonna assume that everybody is not as fertile as some of our old, old friends. We're gonna say three kids. Not no fresh out the cat, no lab baby, nothing like that. But a 15 year old, a 17 year old, and a 20 year old. Okay, cool. A six-year-old, an eight-year-old, a 12-year-old. I still could be like, okay, cool with that. Because I'm going to want to know what's the background. Was he divorced? Was it like a slip-up? Is it the same woman? He didn't just been... And the see
2: everywhere or i
0: like... feel like that's cool and all but the thing is there are a lot of things a lot of times and you can relate to this because you are now married where you have your list you have your things that you don't want to bend on and it can be something very very simple and we all know that god has a sense of humor and you end up bending but what i'm why i'm saying what i'm saying is just based off my experience now i'm not going to sit here and be like man, if God sent me the man of my dreams and he's a divorcee with three kids by the same woman or whatever, two kids by the same woman, a kid from high school and he handled his business, I'm going to turn it down. But honestly, like sitting here today, today at this time, I would rather not. And that's just me. And it's just, it's based off my own personal experience. So,
1: yeah, I I get that. And everybody is is welcome to have their own list or bendables or non-negotiables. Um, and I'm not even gonna buy into the well, you for that now, girl. You gotta get what you can. Yeah, I don't buy girl. into that. No, that's not true. Mm-hmm. You don't because there are men that don't have children. But I do feel that regardless of the man and if he has children or not, that the feeling of being a priority will be there regardless of what that person's situation is. It could be a nigga that got eight jobs. If he wanna prioritize you and like pursue you. Nothing is going to stop him like it's not going to be a barrier to you being number one. And I think even in like marriages, the husband and wife, like you put your source, you put God first before anything, because that's what's leading you and guiding you and making you be able to function fully. But when it's coming to the hierarchy in your household, husband and wife got to be on top. They got to be priorities Mm -hmm. to each other. Your kids shouldn't be more of a priority than your spouse. Your parents should be more priority than your spouse. Your friends definitely shouldn't be more of a priority to your spouse. But in order to be okay with taking care of your kids, if you and your husband ain't on the same page or a cohesive unit that are prioritizing each other and each other's well-being, then y'all ain't going to be shit for the kids either because they're going to feel that disconnect. Um, So I'll say don't necessarily knock the niggas with the kids but then if that's not just for you then you know that's not for you but then God is funny so if he do throw somebody and he'd be like "Kristen, you better than me if you <sighs> let this man go by just because he got right. this 12 year old like I'm I'm on the fence with that
0: yeah and I mean I think that's why it's clear to really get to know what it is that you want because what I want might not be what you want what somebody else want might not be what you know someone else want and I think that's why you have to be very clear on what it is that you want and what you're willing to accept and what you're willing to bend on. Because um, in this season, I don't think that's what I want. The -hmm. next season I could be more open to it. But in this season, I may have something fresh that has just happened to me that makes me feel like, because I just experienced this person having A, B, and C right now, that's not what I want. Because on my Mm -hmm. list, I have not crossed out men with kids and you know, you've seen my list. So you know, it's not crossed out on my list, but in this current season, in in this wintry season, and it's not spring yet. It's, mm-hmm. it's where I'm at. <laughs>
2: I, feel you.
1: I just feel like it's so different. Like the decisions that you're making now are so, so, so different than being 25. And the stuff that you're going to have to deal with and put up with just coming into a relationship at this age, like by now you should be sure of yourself, you should be confident in who you are. You should have your life mostly together because, I mean, being married, like y'all are kind of getting together and figuring things out and furthering each other's lives while y'all are together. So I'm not saying to any of my friends, oh well count somebody out of thing over here, six figuring it up and doing all of this because the whole point of a union I think is to be fruitful and multiply. And that could be right taken in, you know, so many different ways. Like, but at thirty five and up, it's a whole new game. People are setting their ways. People yeah. are not wanting to necessarily bend or be flexible. And people always don't like, you can't teach a, teach a old dog new tricks and stuff like that. I don't necessarily think that's true.
0: Well, I think one of the main things is, and once you figure this out, you have to know that the person that you're dating or interested in is ready for a partnership. And a partnership isn't always marriage, but a partnership is being in relationship with, you know, if you guys decide one person, like, are are we ready to move to that And a lot of people just aren't. So that's the thing. Like, I think at this age, you have some people that's like, I'm not willing to play around. I don't want to, you know, because you can date multiple people. That's what dating is. But sometimes at the age, it's like, do I really want to be dating three to four people? Like, I mean, I have a job. Like, I got out with my homes. I got stuff by myself. You know, I got this podcast. Like, can I really juggle three people to get to know them to see when I like the best out of the three? I don't have
1: time for it. Yeah, and I've never... It's hard. Done that. I've never been one to be able to, like, juggle multiple people at one time. Like, people always say, oh, girl, you supposed to date around or date like a white girl? They they don't have no, you know, no ally, allegiance to nobody. They're going to date eight different people until they find a person that they're supposed to be, and they typically are doing it at a younger age. Or date age
2: like, or like men, because
1: that's what men do. Yeah. Yeah, I think some mm-hmm. men do, but I know men who who, I guess... Well, maybe that, maybe because they were Scorpios, they'll get with one person and then just want to like date and then move on to the next person. I don't even really know too many dudes who have successfully dated like white women. But well, I, I feel just, like you <laughs> saying dating,
0: but it's in our community, it's like talking to. Oh,
2: y'all talk yeah, to her?
0: I talked to her. So if you talking yeah. to her and you yeah. taking her out, y'all done went to the movies, then that's technically dating. So I feel like even, you know, guys that have settled down, it's like, yeah, you know, before you get serious with somebody, you know, you cut off the other people that you've been talking to. So.
1: Yeah. And that is true. Like, it is. It's different levels because we do use different terminology. Mm-hmm. Um I, I forgot all about that. I haven't said, had to say, girl, who you, I'm talking to somebody, you know, we, we just talk like that just feels so weird to even say that, but that is true. That's like a cultural difference. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if white and I ain't even trying to just be on white people, whatever, but right. like none of my white homegirls, I could never remember them being like, oh, girl, me and Billy are just talking. It's always like dating. And and that is true. I feel like more so for us, dudes take you out and date you, but that talking is not necessarily nothing that you're about to write home to mama about. Like you're not telling everybody, oh, I'm talking to her, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't get serious mm-hmm. until you are actually dating them. Um, But date but after 35 I guess people be busy people don't be having time to just go out like you said like oh I'm going out and not with multiple people you know what I'm saying like it makes it a little bit harder like
0: think about your passion projects that you're working on writing and stuff like that like we each have things that pop up in the evening time that are important to us like if I got something going on this evening like I ain't gonna be able to make the date you know what I'm saying? And so, then I got another day, and then you got you play basketball with your homies. Now you can't make that. You know what I'm saying? It it gets a little bit difficult. I do feel like people make time for what they want to make time for. And I think that's um part of the issue too when it comes to dating, right? Again, a lot of us aren't bendable. We're not flexible.
1: <laughs> you gotta do you do have to be a little flexible, I think. Sure. But I, I also think like another just hard and fast rule that I would be giving out to everybody. Is time to, and I, I don't even want to get on you with the prioritizing and the kids and all of that, whatever. But I am a firm believer in making somebody like naturally prioritize you or like not, not us having to do all the hard work to make somebody deem us a priority, like mm-hmm. not doing the chasing, not doing the throwing yourself or working hard overtime just to keep a nigga attention. Like that part is supposed to be natural and mm-hmm. i just feel like i don't know if people over 35 especially you know we've been through a lot of stuff like people don't have the patience like nobody has the patience to kind of keep sifting through new people to figure out mm. who that person is and i just hate that i don't want people to just get into a point where they feel like they're having to settle like dating over 35 meeting your spouse over 35 is not necessarily like no death sentence or nothing or it's not like you settling for scraps like there's still a possibility and probably more than likely the possibility is right around the corner that your person is gonna find you seek you out prioritize you and we're gonna be upstairs singing the lord's prayer at your wedding too courthouse the oh okay (laughs) you know i don't i don't mind that (laughs) but i feel like I, I was just scrolling on Instagram and I saw like a meme and I know I shared it with you, but it was like uh different scenarios of like different types of dudes. And I want to mm-hmm. read it because the shit just sounds uh, obscene, but I know this is really what our sisters is out here dealing with. So it was like a meme and then it had four pictures of four different guys and it like gave descriptions of all of them. So like the first one said he was 42, Said his zodiac sign, he's divorced, two children. He has a good job, earns 80,000 a year, but he doesn't want any more children. And he's still very close with his ex. He already got two kids. It sounds like the person you described that you don't want. <laughs> um, I don't know, <laughs> call him Mr. K. And then on this same meme, it had another dude like 35, a struggling musician, earns 40,000, working part-time, doesn't want to get married, no high school diploma, but then they got like a picture of a nigga that's just like adorable and like looking like he's every woman's dream or whatever, mm-hmm. but you know, that shit on the table. And then the other two dudes, one of them is a good earner. Also, it's talking about he's a virgin and is a mama's boy. He's never been in a relationship longer than three months. And the last dude earns $250,000 and he has a master's degree and he's traveled to 13 plus different countries, wants that's children,
2: true, bro.
1: Yes, wants children. But also wants a poly relationship, like, and it's asking to make your decision on which one of these niggas you'll choose. And honestly, I feel like that no. is kind of like a a picture of what we're talking about, like dating at the thirty five. Yeah, um, it is. I don't think you have to to take all the bad because the person with the stuff that adds up for you is out there. Like everybody ain't no tragic, toxic
0: meme. I agree. And I also think like I'm the type of person where when it comes to relationships, like I could have already been in a relationship. Like I'm not going to sit here in front like I can I can't have a man or I call somebody up right now and be like, I'm interested. And then I could be in a relationship to check a box. But the thing for me is I want to feel some type of spark. You know, what I'm saying, because you can see couples that have that spark. And then when you look on the flip side, the couples that settle, you can really see that they settle, you know, they might yeah. act like it's all good, but you can tell that, like, they settle. Like, I, I know someone that, I know a lot of people that didn't marry their first choice. You know what I mean? And so then really? when they see the person, yes, a lot, girl. And when they see those people that, you know, probably would have been their first choice, it's just like, you know, in the cartoons where um Tom and Jerry, well, one of them see something that they like, and then they get the little hearts in their eyes. Yeah. Chest you can physically see that when the, when the two people get together. It's like the girl is just like, huh? and the guy's like, uh, you know, I mean, it goes almost, it almost goes back to our um, conversation that we had on homecoming, because it happens very much so during homecoming, where you see the old flames yeah. that moved on to other people. And I, but I'm telling you, it, that's how it is. And it's not everybody, but I can name two people. Right, I, I mean, I'm not going to name them, but I know <laughs> two people right now. That their spouse isn't their first choice. If things would have worked out with the person that was their first choice, I think they would have a pretty decent marriage.
1: Girl, and you know I'm gonna want to ask more questions about that. But so I mm, yeah.
2: let let's me just say, online. maybe, like,
1: yeah, maybe we say we pay the church's money real quick, and then uh, we can get back into it. Because you know I'm gonna be nosy. I'm gonna ask some some slight details. You're gonna Go have ahead. to redact names or in occupations or something. But let's pay the church's money right now.
0: You've probably heard of our sister company, Pyro Media Network, where some of the best rising star creators are streaming next level content. But have you ever wondered how they are produced? Have you ever wanted that same top quality content creation, photography, video production, and more for your brand? Don't take another second to debate. Book your wedding photographer or videographer, create a promo for your business, or get your special occasion film in the most beautiful way possible. Visit www.tyromediaproductions.com or call 323-405-3820 to schedule a free consultation and let us take your project to the next level.
1: Okay, so I know back in the gap, like big mamas and big daddies was having relationships out of convenience or like situation. So you know, a younger woman gonna marry the older dude for the stability, or somebody Mm -hmm. gonna stay in a relationship because okay, I'm a woman, I can't get a job, I can't read, I can't write, whatever situation is holding you back. But in this modern day and age. How or why would somebody choose to get married as a second choice? I ha- do the do the other person know they were second choice, or are they both like lackluster? Like I, I want to. Oh, I'm not gonna say maybe second choice
0: was the wrong term, but the person that you were really in love with, I guess you can look at it as a second choice. But I don't know for whatever reason it did not work out. But that's like your your true love, you know what I'm saying? So you find somebody else, you fall in love with them, but. It's almost like if you could be back with that person, that person that had that spark, they're over here.
1: I read something a long time ago that was like, yeah, you'll know who your true love is because you won't feel anything. You'll feel silence. You'll feel calm. You'll feel at peace. Mm-hmm. And it, the on the flip side, it was like, yeah, the butterflies, if you feel butterflies or feel like any of that extra uh, spark or firecrackers fireworks, whatever you want to call it that that's a warning sign and that's your body telling you to kind of be cautious and proceed with caution I kind of believe it because I feel like all the situations that I've ever seen where it's just, oh my god lust, oh wow, spark mm-hmm. this person so just great, blah 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 like a lot of time people aren't really investing to get to know that person like just a, look, a looks or attraction thing, I don't think is the the meaning or definition of knowing that this is your person now I can remember meeting my husband and I am like not the when we first met like when we first reconnected and kind of like looking at him like okay he's fine all right cool you know assessing the situation and then like literally just sitting down and talking with him I feel like he claimed I had guard up and all of that, which I'm going to be that way anyway, because I'm a Scorpio and, you know, we grown now, we dating after 35. So you got to protect your heart three stacks. But I feel mm-hmm. like what made me kind of like him, love him, fall for him, have those in love feelings was that I felt calm and I felt peaceful. I felt like at home, like mm-hmm. it didn't feel like a comfy pair of pajamas on a rainy day with some hot cocoa under a blanket. Like it wasn't, it was a feeling of, like, serenity, not Jerry, like, acting foolish, doing all this other stuff. And I think, for me, just that feeling of home, like, finding home in that man made me know that he was a person that I was supposed to be with. Now, you know, we find each other attractive. You know, you get your little rocks off or whatever. Like, oh, I'm mean, here, fine, blah, blah, blah. But it's his ability to make me feel like home and safe. That is the, the sign for me. So I, I feel like when people tell me stuff like that, like, Oh girl, I'm gonna try to see what's going on. He's so cute. He's so fine. Blah, blah, blah. Like that's fun and all, but that's one of those dating before 35 things. I, I don't think that you should use that as your your compass to lead you to the right one after 35. And you know, I'm not trying, not necessarily like age restrictions, like, damn, don't be out here trying to just get swept off your feet, but people getting swept off their feet sometimes be getting play as fuck or like you getting yeah. like people run game on you or stuff like that. Like you got to yeah. be able to think clearly, like I don't, I don't want people to get caught up in like smoking mirrors or thinking that that's a feeling that they're searching for, because I don't want to grow old with somebody that looks can fade or, you know, they might not be able to shimmy or do whatever that, that, catch your eye on the yard at homecoming, whatever. You are somebody that's going to be there, be your comfort or your peace for the long run. And those are more so the kind of qualities that I feel like need to be on the forefront when you're trying to date after 35.
0: And that could be it too. I mean, you make a very good point. Like the people that I'm thinking about, I can see that peace within their current, you know, spouses or whatever that may give them that. But I also feel like some people... In some people's mind, you have a checkbox, and it's like at this age, I want to be married. At this age, I want to have kids. And there are some people that settle because they have these checkboxes mm-hmm. that they want to check off. And the people that I'm thinking of, I see these checkboxes that they checked off. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's to discredit their love for their spouse. Yeah. but I am saying that there was this was the motive. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: what are checkboxes unreasonable?
0: No, I'm not saying, that. no, checkboxes meaning like, okay, I'm about to be 36, or I'm about to be 37, or, you know, at this age, I want to have my first child, those type of things. So if that one person that had the heart eyes wasn't ready or whatever, because you dated him, you know, younger than 30 or 30 plus, then the next person that comes into that role that may become, that you may see these things with, it's like, oh, well, is this, is this, boom, I'm going to go for it.
1: Yeah. Eh, yeah, I could see that. But I just I don't know. So I do believe in checkboxes, but not like in the sense of the word that people have unrealistic expectations for their checkboxes. So when I think of like checkboxes, it's more so like characteristics or qualities Mm -hmm. um, or like how a person makes me feel or the type of things that we could do together or like ways that I see us growing. And I feel like even with like your list, like the whole manifesting your person, like I wouldn't necessarily put that in the realm of a checkbox. But I do think that by the time we reach this big old age of 40, that you should be able to physically write down what it is that you're desiring and like what you want God to give you or what you think that you're ready for. Like you can evaluate the qualities within yourself and know what's going to complement them. And I think that should probably be something that people were focusing on and I want to make you a so, list, but I know you ain't going to want to.
0: I mean, I can, but these are societal checkboxes. So society tells you you graduate college and it tells, I feel like, and this is not a, a race um, conversation tonight, but I do feel like society tells black women something different than it tells white women. But I do feel like in general society tells you, if you're not married by a certain age, then boom, you're not going to get married. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that that's right. So society also says as a woman, if you don't have kids by a certain age then boom you become a geriatric per- pregnancy you know so you start thinking in your mind i've already hit 34 i have this person over here that adores me now this person been adoring me i may not have been adoring them but they adore me they're nice they check off the box and then i'm checking off too because what of what society says let me move here you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. like yeah. like for me there's somebody and I, and i watched tiktok on this recently with a girl a girl said that There was a guy, he looked good on paper. He was, you know, he was attracted, attracted Mm -hmm. to her, vice versa. But she said there was nothing there that could like, I don't know, that gives you that feeling of, you know, us growing old, we having good conversation. It's just that spark. It doesn't have to be hard in the eyes, but whatever that spark is for you, it was not there for her to the point where she said she felt like if she married this man, it would just be because her friends are like, that's a good guy. But in her heart yeah. of hearts, that was not her guy. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. she and, and I don't know if you watch this girl. It's that news anchor. Um, mm-hmm. She's Hispanic and Black. And then she married the other news anchor. They're here in DC. But she mm-hmm. was telling her story on how she was um, supposedly, supposedly going to marry someone else prior to marrying him, but she did not feel like that was her man. He was a good guy. She was like, I can't say anything bad about him, but she yeah. felt like that wasn't her man. And I'm only saying this because there are times when people be like, oh, that's a good guy. Like he got his stuff together. But if you feel like deep down, he's a great guy. He's yeah. not your man.
1: He's you not have your
0: to man. You. Yeah. you can't settle. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. When I said I could be in a relationship, there are some great guys that are interested in me. On paper, they're everything. And I even thought to myself, man, could I just get one of these guys and just, you know, I'd be married. I wouldn't have no bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would really yeah. take care of me and be a really good husband to me. But do I feel like this person or these people would be my man? They not.
1: Yeah. No. And I don't think they're you not. force it. I don't think just because it's a warm body there that anybody could just slide them in, like, to make a puzzle piece fit that ain't supposed but to fit. But some people do. Yeah. Some and and when we're speaking about. about
0: dating after 35, there are some people that will do that. I mean, we we see on the internet what people say, I was married for five years because I felt like society told me to get married. Like, I knew this person wasn't my person, but everybody in my family liked him. He took care of me, blah, blah, blah. And then years later, whatever it is that was supposed to be there that wasn't there, you realize it's not going to come because it's not there.
1: Yeah, that's that the whole, it's a good man, Savannah, that, that whole
0: What's phenomenon. What's a good man, Savannah?
1: yeah but he might just be a good man for somebody else but again that's where that discernment come in because i I wish old girl and them the best i like maybe that's just how their story is supposed to go with her realizing before it's too late that she would have been settling if she Mm -hmm. had been with the other person but i also want to just you know want people to know that it's not always about just The cartoon character reactions like you really it's it's a whole deeper level of commitment that you're making especially when you're trying to be in a marriage with somebody so things that can go away should not be your selling point um so make sure that what you're manifesting or praying for or what you've prepared yourself for or the work that you've done to make you the best version of yourself is in alignment with what That partner is, and you should be able to like physically speak what that is um, from what you can handle in this moment. I want you to read your list, Kristen. I feel like when when two or more are gathered.
0: (laughs) Guys, Fallon Fallon wants me to read my list. So it is very long. So bear with me. (laughs) You gotta be (laughs) Like It's unreasonable, but it is pretty long. So I'll try to read it as fast as I can. The name of my list is titled. My man, my man, my man. <laughs> it's
1: not like you're about to read a poem. My man,
0: right. my man, my man. So first on the list, because I already said this. Okay, I'm just going to go through it real quick. Makes me a priority. Keeps his word. Kind-hearted, thoughtful, honest, trustworthy, and healed. Holds himself accountable. Emotionally intelligent, supportive, and available. Self-aware, generous. Provides affection and intimacy. Can articulate his thoughts and feelings. And is a problem solver. Mental patience and he's mature, does not have an ego, makes me smile on my bad days, make me feel safe and secure, has a plan for me and us, makes space for me in his life, adores me, makes me feel special, surprises me with romantic and fun dates, etc. Has a great sense of humor and playful, has a zest for life, not antisocial or overtly social, <laughs> taller than me, not too skinny or too fat, cares about his health. Intentional about making the relationship work, communicates his needs and desires, shows up for me, has a good relationship with his family and friends and my family and friends, has a personal relationship with God, is not afraid to pray for me or with me, handsome and attractive to me, his words and actions align, he's into art music and has style, he's smart, reads as a pastime, financially stable, has a strong work ethic, mentally, emotionally stable, knows how to cook, enjoys dining and restaurant experiences, has no more than one child if never married and no more than two kids if divorced, healthy communication, transparency and boundaries, continually works towards getting to know me and growing together, has a nice smile and teeth, including the side one, understanding and unselfish, doesn't gaslight me, is reassuring and affirms me, wants to see, make me smile, takes an interest in things that interest me, has friends that want to see him win and concerned with his well-being and happiness, is emotionally, intellectually, and sexually compatible with me, has this sure. conflict with maturity, treats me with respect, and is willing to compromise because of love, openly affectionate towards me, wants to take care of me and protect my heart.
1: Okay, list. That was now, long,
2: y'all.
1: <laughs> no, it was long, but it was thorough. Um, I'll say this. I ain't critiquing your list or nothing like that but i know that people grow and can grow together so a lot Mm -hmm. of things that are more so habits i wouldn't sell somebody short just because that may not be a habit of theirs now um you could put your man on game and he could put you on game too i feel like that's a part of the togetherness is the growing so likes to read books okay cool my husband I didn't like to read books when we first met, but he sees that I enjoy reading them, so now he like, oh, I need a book to read, or <laughs> you know, nigga might not have been to no art show before or something like that. But if he sees that that's something that he that you enjoy, then that person should naturally want to at least experience stuff that you're interested in. So, you know, I feel like you might be able to have a little wiggle room or something if somebody comes in there because y'all gonna put each other on game. I agree. But, but again, I can't when we're talking
0: about making lists and you're yeah. supposed to be specific. You got to put everything that you're interested in on that list. Yeah. not that everything coming, but. That's real.
1: What if he ain't got that side tooth though?
0: What, you oh, ain't going to take that
2: man to get an no, implant? No, because I mean,
0: if you know me for real, like I had jacked up teeth. Like <laughs> I'm very big on this. So when you get some money to fix your teeth and you got insurance, get your teeth fixed because You ain't got no no excuse now. You can't say my mama didn't have it or my mama didn't want to do it. And then we can't be out here, two people with bad teeth making kids like, "Mm." Uh, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Get somebody else.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) That's so funny. See, that's why they got braces, man. This stuff can fix that. We just gone over there to Mexico, letting them pop one in, get your little chiclet. Oh my God, you were so silly. I'm not I'm, wood. right. Knock on wood. Because you know God do got that sense of humor. He'll send you he a man that got his
2: side teeth and he gonna look be
1: he'll in. make one of my side teeth pop out. Like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think for you, you need to also add on there somebody who likes animals because you are you do keep the dog and that's important too. Isn't Seeing amazing. the joy in my husband's eyes when him and my dog embrace each mm-hmm. other and ignore me. Walk through the door and be hugging it on each other and then be like, oh hey, bitch, you here too? All right, what's up?
2: Like that's mm-hmm. a, that's
1: a great feeling to know that your your animals have bonded with your spouse. Like that's how I knew his soul was in order when Pepper didn't try to bite him.
0: I should add that to my list because I have dated someone that did not like dogs in general. So mm-hmm. they were very reluctant to like pick lyrica. And when Cadence came around and Cadence just had this energy, it's
1: like why yeah, does she has so much energy. Just, like
0: she's a puppy. I don't
1: trust nobody talking about they don't like dogs. I mean, you you got yeah, some, yeah. some evil up in you somewhere unless you're
2: allergic. And I don't
0: trust people like that because growing Mm-mm. up we didn't have no dogs in our house, and so these are people that's just like I ain't grew up with no animals because no animals be in our house, and that's how I grew up too. So, but you still like
1: them. You well, still keep in mind them.
0: I don't like animals. I like mine. <laughs> They're
1: like people know this about me. Okay, I'm like okay. them. Well, I'll. I'll uh, I'll retract my statement then, yeah. but I think that the ability to be loving to animals and children shows a lot about your compassion and level, levels. So you're going to at least have some compassion there for an animal if you're going to be rocking with, with you because I, I don't see nobody putting your dog out the house. I don't see you trading cadence in for nobody else. But you know what? You know,
0: I'm thinking about my list, and when you write these lists, one thing that people have to be also cognizant of is everything that you have on your list, are you going to be able to provide as well? Yep. You know what I'm saying? And the reason that, that I'm saying that right now is because we're speaking about animals, but like in real life, because I don't like animals for real, I like mine, I got to be able to say, I want this man to like my animal, but if he has one, I got to like his too. Yeah. Huh. I, I don't I'm think you right.
1: right without me. Right, because you people ain't going to get rid of the animal. I know some people that got rid of their animals. Of relationships now, I just hope that for the best of them, hope they're happy or whatever. It makes me think of um, married
0: at first sight. Remember that
1: one couple that had the dogs? Mm-mm, you, mean, I I it. It. you know, I'll be watching TV like that, y'all.
0: Yeah, they had the dogs and then they were trying to introduce the dogs, and then one of the dogs kind of like jumped at the other dog, and it was just a
1: mess. Well, I'm glad my husband didn't have no dog because Peppa's gangster, they would have <laughs> fought, they would have been all type of conflict because my dog don't like new dogs, but I feel like just having a pet in the house is important to me or was important to me so that's something you got to also take into consideration. I'm proud of you for reading your list out loud though. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's to read it. <laughs> I know that's one of the first steps is is being able to actually speak what you desire, but like you said, being able to do the same things and bring the same things mm-hmm. to the table is so important. So don't be out there Proclaiming that you want X, Y, and Z, and you ain't even got your own skill set on par when you out here marketing yourself as somebody. Up. And I ain't gonna use the term high value woman. That people didn't wore that down, but yeah. don't be out here having all these demands and you don't got your own stuff together because that's that's a recipe for disaster. Also, it sure is. What would be, I guess, one thing that you would tell people when? they decide to, I guess, put themselves out there. Like, what is it? Well, basically, what is it that you're telling yourself? Like, I know personally, it happened for me when I wasn't necessarily like looking for it. Like I wasn't Mm -hmm. looking for a specific person. It's just like things happen when they were supposed to. I had done the work and and worked on like getting myself together or whatever. And then it's like, I was able to have that person and recognize when it came into my life. So what would be... I guess the thing that you would tell yourself about just your journey, being patient until you do find that person.
0: So I think right now I'm still, as I mentioned before, in my season of singleness. So I'm not necessarily looking like you said, but one thing that I said to myself, and this was a couple of weeks ago, I ended up going to um, like a fraternity party. And I was just like, I said like a quick little prayer in the mirror. And was just like, Lord, let me be open to meeting people because sometimes, mm-hmm. When the energy is so off, I just be like, "That's why I ain't they no way?" Because it just be, it just be so bad. So it's like, let me not bring that part of me because it could be coming from a negative space and putting that into the atmosphere. Because I am looking for a positive experience, and like, either me just going out last night, it wasn't really in my mind like I'm trying to meet somebody, but just being open, just being like, I'm in a I I can't lie. I'm in a good space. Like I'm not unhappy. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I'm not attached to nobody, but I'm not unhappy. So I shouldn't be going out with a mug on my face or acting like, you know, I'm not open to meet anyone because I am open, you know, and if the timing and everything is right, then it's right. So for me, my biggest thing is just being open because everybody is not going to be the one. The only way that you're going to find one is if you start talking to people and meeting people, that's the only way that you'll get to find that person. So just being open because I know that here at my house, I'm doing the work on myself. I'm affirming myself. You know, I speak with friends that are in relationships. They affirm me as well. And so I think I have a good understanding of the things that I'm interested in and the things that I could possibly work on for myself and possibly the person that I meet could also um, assist me with those things as well. So,
1: yeah, I like that. I think that I would tell everybody out there listening, all the people who may or may not be in their season of partnership that continually continuing to do the work is the most important thing. Um, Like you said, being open, being available, knowing that you're in a space to receive love when it comes into your life is very important because sometimes we do tend to go out there mugging up and having a wall around us and just energy on stank. And you probably are blocking blessings. Like, be able to be happy who you are, be able to be happy within your own skin and be able to open your heart to receive love and like positive energy. But also don't get scared or feel like you got to settle just because society has said that something is supposed to have happened by a certain time. Mm-hmm. And you better than me again if you think that love and like you're happy ever after is not possible after a certain age. It's motherfuckers getting married at 50 finding enjoy at 55 is people realizing that they the one is right here and it don't matter how old you are it doesn't matter nothing the only thing that matters is you're in your season to receive it and you've done the work mm-hmm. to to keep it like the shit mm-hmm. is work it ain't it ain't easy it's no it's no just simple recipe to making a relationship last forever but it's I don't think that people should let society scare them. Like me and my geriatric womb going we'll to be doing what it's, we'll be doing. we're doing. And that's have- what I was going to say too.
0: Those of us that, you know, have a bit of, of faith backing, like when you look throughout the book, God used people that was old. He was old mm-hmm. and young, but I'm just saying like, you just can't be the deciding factor because you had people in the Bible that was having babies at 80. Now I ain't trying mm-hmm. to have no baby at 80, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying,
2: Lord... <laughs> you
0: know my time might be 41 42 you know for whatever so don't let the age discourage you
1: yeah yeah i I feel like that's that's a word i feel like that's a a wonderful and mighty word to go on and shut it down for the people on this good old podcast you better than me moments like love is out there for everybody and just don't settle. Don't think you gotta settle just because you are a certain age, and don't think that every nigga over the age of forty got kids either. Cause some of them don't, and they got and they still in working them. order. It ain't some 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 of us <laughs> was responsible. Some of them prioritize. Form. Yeah, and they gonna know how to prioritize you. They are gonna put you first. You ain't gonna be the one breaking your neck getting this nigga attention. He gonna be doing the work and you're going to actually see what it feels like to be pursued and cherished and adored and all those great things. And it ain't going to matter if you got full gray hairs or no gray hairs. When it's for you, it's going to be for you. And that's all your girl mm-hmm. Fallon got
2: to say about that. Do you have a business, brand, or even a creative idea? Power Media Network can help you design a strategy to make your brand impactful. Visit www.pyramedianetwork.com today to schedule a free consultation. Pyramedia Network, next level media.
0: Well, guys, we just want to thank you for tuning in to the You Better Than Me podcast. Uh, be sure to check us out next week because we'll be bringing you more than hackthaya. <laughs>
2: Thank, thank you so much you. for listening <laughs> bye You bye. Be better than me is a podcast on Pyromedia Network produced by Pyromedia Productions Pyromedia Network and Pyromedia Productions are subsidiaries of Media Enterprises for more information please visit www.pyromedianetwork.com thank you for listening and we will see you on the next